what up what up what up this is mc she the podcast where we talk about all women all hip-hop and this is episode three so a lot oh yeah that part sorry you know we went through some things we got two really good jobs in the industry and We've gotten better at them. I mean, it's been like seven <laughs> plus months. So, <laughs> so now we're going to just get more consistent with putting out episodes for sure. And a ton has happened. At the top of my list is Doja Cat's new album. Yes. So I actually got to go to her release party in New York City. It was Where at, was it? It was at the Museum of Sex, which is so on brand for her. Normally, I hate when, not that I hate it, but... It's so overdone where we push sex in the music industry, mm-hmm. especially like for all the women. It's like sexy, doll, like mm-hmm. it, it's the same narrative. But I feel like it felt it felt more authentic for Doja Cat. It does it doesn't seem forceful with her. I feel like that's really how she is. Like with Cardi, you just know she's over the top. Like she's kissing offset in the mouth, licking his tongue in, in front of yeah. XYZ it wasn't people. it wasn't like we're trying to. to for a certain message like this is like really true to her brand it's authentic sorry y'all we're in new york city and we do this podcast outside of my harlem apartment and there's things happening outside i'm just gonna i thought ambulance is supposed to go by fast yeah they they don't have any urgency at all <laughs> you know when you're just starting out you gotta <laughs> record where you can it'd be like that sometimes so yeah so it was at the music museum of sex um where they have this special like sex carnival exhibit thing. Um, they had games, all types of really cool, fun stuff. And then mm-hmm. she performed. They were strippers. But these weren't like King of Diamond down south strippers. These were like dancers. Mm-hmm. They crossed the barrier from stripping to dancing. And then the strippers came off, exotic dancers. And then she performed three songs. She performed Rules, which now has. You know that's my favorite song. Listen, Rules is that bump. Uh, the, the video, video alone, everything. the video alone is so is so fire. Her outfits are a hit. I think it has like ten million views now, and it's mm-hmm. only been up for a few weeks. And then she performed another song from her album with uh, Shmino, which is a good, really good song. I too. like him. Oh, Shmino's fire. His style and everything, like the way he dresses, all that. They sounded like they fit together on the track. And then the last song she did, obviously, was um, what's the other one she got the video for? maybe it was bottom bitch no 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 juicy she did juicy duh that's the one she had the other video for she did juicy did you know that she did does her own treatments for her videos does she yeah i was watching an interview that she did in miami and doja was like yeah i did the treatment for this video myself Mm -hmm. for juicy but that she had a little bit of collaboration with the director and that he was the one who made her dress as a watermelon okay and i was like oh okay. that's what's up she's a creative two and through a hundred a hundred and thousand percent what songs from the album do you like i was literally about to pull it up the um i would say my favorite song besides like Rules? that no besides yeah, i was gonna say like that the one she sent me you sent it to like three o'clock in the morning it was like you gotta listen to this no because <laughs> so when she put out the teaser for with the names of the songs mm-hmm. she blurred out that one feature and i'm like who could have this possibly be on the feature remember we said before we thought oh rico nasty for mm-hmm. sure because they're so they're tight like they're so tight they're super cute with each other and then when i saw it come out and i was like oh gucci man that's interesting but the production i wouldn't have guessed that either 
the production alone on it, like it got me within the first 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this song is a bop. And you know, on, on Apple Music, it's like stars, the most popular ones. Yeah, that, that one that's has one a, of the, yeah. There's a star. Next I'm still to it. going for rules though. That's my like. It's just the vibe of that song, girl. <laughs> it get, it gets me going. <laughs> I'm gonna go to sleep to this song. I'm gonna get in the shower to this song. <laughs> I'm gonna walk to the train with this song. Like her her <laughs> Doja Cat. Um, she also Doja Cat did an interview where she named her top five female rappers. Um, who were those people, Bianca? So her top five favorite rappers were Missy Elliott, Tierra Rack, Rico Nasty. Nicki Minaj and Lauren Hill. Somebody finally named Nicki, Nicki Minaj in, in this era yes, as a rapper. Yeah, In their top five. She also went on later to talk about how Nicki doesn't get enough credit and enough flowers and that we need to treat her better. She's right. Because Nicki, as people have their opinions on like how she conducts herself on social media and outside music, but you cannot discredit her for what she's contributed to hip hop. To because I remember every little girl was to her when she first came out. That was the only person we really had. No, that was the only person we had. <laughs> that was the only person that we had. She said that when she was, th- Doja was like when she was 13, that she was actively listening to Nicki Minaj. And I'm and like, you and I both, babe. Yeah. <laughs> you and I both, boo. So who are your top five favorite rappers? Okay, so my top five. So I've done this list before, but now after it always changes. I think I think that's natural. It it's always going to change. But go ahead. So my top five, and this is beyond just like women. Yeah. This is just my my top five right now, where I'm at in life right now. So Jay Z is definitely 100 percent still in there. Missy Elliott for sure because she's like all around. J Cole, because he's just this J Cole. Nicki can go in there. I remember going to my first Nicki Minaj concert. How was that? It was it was the Young Money tour, and it was right before um, he actually missed it. I went to go see Drake and Nicki. Those are the two people I wanted to see. But I was pissed because Drake had broke his leg in the previous show, and he was, like, in a cast. I don't know if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he messed up his leg, so he didn't do the show in Miami. I was like, damn. But I was still it was still well worth it because... I got to see Pink Bang, Nicki Minaj, Itty Bitty Piggy Minaj. Like, that was an era. And then my final person would be, you know what? Outcast. Okay, that's a good, that's a good Yeah, Outcast. As the two, both of them Mm -hmm. together. So I guess, I don't know if that's a kind of a cheat, because it's top five. But Outcast as a a pair, as a group. Yeah. Those are my top five. Bam, 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 bam. I Who's would your top say five? my top five. Okay, you already know Little Kim is number one. Mm, how could we, we ever all forget? know how we feel about her? How uh-huh. I feel about her. So we got Little Kim. I'll put Nas up there. Jay Z too. Right now I'll put Meg Thee Stallion. That's a good one. And I'm gonna end off with LL Cool J. That's the last one. LL Cool J with you always really surprises me. I don't know why. LL Cool J is so maybe because he's from the eight, maybe because like. He's not often mentioned in our conversation. He was he's def- like old, like yeah. He's not. He's like our parents. <laughs> <laughs> um, our parents are your I can't lie though. When I was a young little bitty, I definitely thought he was fine though, parent or not. Yeah. And that video with J Lo when he's like in the snow with the snowflake. Oh, <laughs> Listen, I, I wanted LL Cool J at that time. I was like mm, the biggest crush ever. <laughs> the biggest crush. I wanted him and J Lo to be together so bad. Girl, in real off life. that video. But yeah, I don't think I would switch. 
anyone out. I like um, how you put. So it's a little bit. I think both of ours are a little bit of like recent and old. Yeah. You know, um, all over the place. Speaking of Meg The Stallion, she just launched her photo with Coach, Coach yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So in the photo, they put her on a horse, obviously in natural, Stallion, yeah. yeah, obviously in natural fashion. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't really consider Coach as being like super high end. They have some pieces, but I don't really consider Coach like. See, that was a question that I had. Um, yeah, like what made Coach? Pitch? That was a question that I Is, had. Do you think that's the right fit? Like, I, I, I don't For know. For me, I don't think it's the right fit. It's just, I I, I wasn't, I love Made the Stallion, but I didn't really like the campaign. You didn't resonate with yeah, the campaign. It wasn't, that I, didn't, I didn't think she resonated with the campaign. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I don't think it was like. It suit her. I don't think it did anything for her. That's 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 what I mean. I don't think it, it did didn't elevate for her. her. Yeah, it didn't do anything for her, like the looks and everything. I don't. Not not saying that I she was going to go out there with um outfits to perform in like while wearing coach. What I'm saying is like, I don't see how that benefited her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but that's something I would like. I had a I had like a debate with myself. Not not debate, but I was like question discussion. Yeah. I know, because I don't want to say I don't want to make sure I talk to myself. You had a discussion. You had a discussion. I was like, I was like trying to understand like where coach fits because I remember what coach was when I was growing up. For Meg Desire for coach, um, I didn't really understand it because I don't think it really did anything for her. Um, Granted, I didn't expect her to go out there with clothes that she would wear on stage. But I didn't really understand like the benefit of her work of her doing the coach campaign. But when you ask about like whether it's high end or not, I question that at times because growing up I knew what coach was. Same. In the I, community. I, still got, I, I still got a coach bag. Is there wrong with that? But like I just I don't know where coach stands in terms of like where it stands on the high on on like the fashion spectrum mm-hmm. because the vibe i'm getting now is just going towards higher fashion but you feel like it wasn't like that before Ain't they used no to and that's co- fine oh okay that's fine mm-hmm. you should always elevate that's i'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that what i'm saying is like it's just interesting to see how it's, re- how it's received now versus when we were younger did you like coach when you were younger I used to have mad coach. Bags. I think I had coach sneakers, but I don't. I don't. I don't think I had anything else. I was coach. I had them coach. Uh, every teenager, every mother, every aunt, like coaches <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> every Am I lying? Every mother. Am every I lying? Aunt. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Meg The Stallion also had a tiny desk for p- performance, mm-hmm. which actually that's one of the three best tiny desks I have ever seen. Really? Yes, because well, what other two? Masego, because you know oh, I, yeah. I love Masego. Oh, we love us. We love us on Masego. Listen, I love him, and I actually really love uh, Nao. Mm-hmm. Nao. So those are my t- those are my top three. And I like like, like Kelly too. May. Oh, we. I love her, but I just love everything yeah. she does. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like specific to the tiny desk, because yeah. the thing is that's an opportunity for them to do live 
renditions mm-hmm. of their songs. And I have never... You can be so creative with it, too, because you could do whatever you want to do. No, for real. Yeah. And Meg, I wasn't expecting mm-hmm. her to do these, like, really raw, acoustic-y type versions for mm-hmm. hip-hop songs. And she ended up having um, a member from the band Phony People like sing along with her Mm -hmm. the band was live and i was like these are some these are really good versions like i want i want the whole thing on itunes like i want those versions of our on itunes usually i don't think when we think about meg we think about acoustic versions not at all we need hard bass exactly twerkable exactly so the fact that i like you know the range that mm-hmm. they have to be able to do that. I would love to know the preparation for mm-hmm. what it took for her to put it together because obviously you have to have like, you know, sound check and rehearsals for that because that's I've seen her perform live mm-hmm. and that's not, you know, you put the track underneath the DJ and that's it. It's never like a live. But band. that's not what that was. And it's not, yeah. and it was not, um, and it was so good. And you know, she knows how to give a performance. If there's anybody who has stage presence, Girl, it's Meg The Stallion. Talk about it. And she bodied. Speaking of her, so Meg The Stallion created this series called Halloween that was released like daily right before, well, right up until Halloween, and basically she transformed and being bitten to this superwoman who was saving hotties from fuckboys. But the thing is, wait, the integral part that you forgot is that Dave East is like... The set- one who gave her her powers because he bit her in a hotel room. He's like he's like the leader of the the fuckboys. Mm-hmm. And How he's a vampire. So then he turns, like you said, he turns Meg into a vampire. But she's a good person saving yeah. them. So now she's like over here kicking fuckboy ass she saving her all her hotties for good, yeah. yeah using her power i thought for it good. was cute because it's just like I, I always love when people um venture out yeah venture out like challenge themselves and do other things like mm-hmm. that was just so we weren't expecting it and it was like it was something cute to watch like it was like short little clips yeah it was like less yeah. than 10 minutes each of them are like less than 10 minutes so it keeps your attention just long enough also too she had a lot of like black influencers oh absolutely absolutely she had she had good casting it 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 was cute all around um and she got to feed another one of her passions because she said before interviews that she's obsessed with With horror yeah Yeah, she's obsessed with that oh that was so cool like, honestly this is the best time for her to dibble dabble everything because, because everybody's going to everybody's her. exactly all you the, said it, you said it all the eyes are on her so whatever she could put out a sock line and we gonna be like may got socks y'all Make sure y'all go buy the socks on monday <laughs> i need them hottie, them hottie socks <laughs> i need them hottie socks when i went to her show with steve madden she did a and they had these cute little magnets i took one home it was like um her dog four and he had like a cowboy hat on (laughs) and i was like nah they need to sell these people will buy these (laughs) things and nobody was picking them up because i guess they weren't peeping i remember and i and i I took one home i was like oh this is cute she's also she's also the answer to a jeopardy question meg the stallion what was the question but i guess if you feel like you made it once you the answer to a jeopardy question that's white television like (laughs) (laughs) no we gotta keep that wait now i gotta find the question baby they watch jeopardy at eight o'clock at night lizzo like, oh apparently lizzo is a part of it too i think solange is one of the questions too but that's the regular like it's solange so the question um for the Je- for the jeopardy question it goes oddly female rapper megan pete calls herself megan d this word for a male horse 
Okay. <laughs> make still the fact that it's on Jeopardy like that's like that's funny. They said, "What is the stallion?" <laughs> I said, "Oh, okay." I want to know what, who the person the person who answered it. Oh, it was a woman. It was a woman. I mean, it kind of like you have to be living under a rock to not know this answer, mm-hmm. though. Like you, you literally have to be. Well, I'm saying it's not that it's off a woman, the grid. Just a woman. I want to know like her like her age range. Oh, I don't know. And Lizzo is also, I'm just learning this now, Lizzo is also an answer. It says, in 2019, this five-letter rap and R&B artist had the juice to be nominated for Best New Artist at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. Lizzo's cool. The category must have been, like, music or something. Speaking of, as you know, Lizzo just graced the cover of Vogue. So having Lizzo on the cover of Vogue not only is a testament to her career and her appeal overall, but the fact that she is a larger woman mm-hmm. um, and a larger brown woman goes a lot to say about how far she's come. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, when I think of Vogue, I think of, like, obviously Vogue is fashion. It's mm-hmm. the epitome of fashion. So I was trying to, I guess I was trying to connect the dots between, like, Lizzo and fashion. You don't think she like has good fashions? No, I th- she she definitely does, and also because she's well dressed, and um, I think her fashion is theatrical. She has a very absolutely yeah, she has yeah. a theatrical fashion. So when I see somebody on Vogue, I'm always looking for the connection they have with fashion. Like, how is it on brand for them? Exactly, because you could there's a thousand and one celebrities out there who could sell your cover, but what special relationship do they have? to the magazine Mm -hmm. like and and that's it made me look at lizzo and more of a fashion i guess scope that now i'm gonna be paying even more attention to how she dresses because vogue you know puts a certain caliber of people exactly of clothes in their in their magazine so i it just opened my eyes to looking at lizzo like okay let me check out the things that she wears but even when you said theatrical don't you think sometimes when you look at what happens on a runway, that stuff isn't theatrical? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Couture in mm-hmm. itself is all yeah, the, the way top, over yeah. the top. Like, that. This, these are not clothes that you wear every day. Yeah. This is, like, major. Some stuff is just really just for editorial. No, like, seriously. Yeah. Like, you actually can't even wear it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, like, or you need to be at, like, some type of event, mm-hmm. some themed party to be able to wear like what Cardi wore to the Met Gala. It's like she looked like a whole bed set. <laughs> she looked like a whole red bed set. Um, so shout out to Lizzo. You oh, know who else has great fashion? No, this is actually important. Who else has really cool eccentric fashion that's unique? I don't know who's styling them or where they're getting. Tierra Whack. Girl, of course. Tierra Whack is and you really know, I, evolving. I, I, I actually feel like she dresses herself. I'm not even going to hold you. I believe it too. I feel like she dresses herself. Because that's her personality. I feel like, yeah, exactly. I feel like makeup and everything that's done by somebody else, but I feel like when it comes to fashion, she dress, she definitely dresses herself. I could be wrong, but I just get that vibe that she 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 coordinates everything. I miss her. Where is she? Is she dropping an album soon? Yeah, because she's been quiet. Is she dro- Like, what is she doing? Collaboration? Let's I just assume Tierra she's in the back. studio right now. We're, yes. We're going to pray for Tierra Whack in the studio. Because I need, I need a radio single from her. Because I need pe- more people to know about Tierra Whack. I know Whack. whatever she coming out with, she coming with fire. Okay. You don't put me on to my little brother. My little brother put me on to her. The youth, we, the youth knows. <laughs> exactly. Because the they put knows. me on. Both my brothers put me on to a couple female rappers, actually. But we were in a house one time. It was when she came out. I think it was a 15-minute video. It made 13, between like 13 and 15 minutes. 
and it was of her um album but she did a minute a video for a minute per the song does it make sense yeah okay so each song so- yeah each she did 15 each song songs. Had, its, had its own visual but it was all in one video I'm not going to lie. You first showed me, I was like, I don't want to see this. So it was 15 yeah. songs, each yeah. a minute long, and each one had a separate video. So it was like a 15-minute movie overall with a whole bunch of little skits. And that was the first time that I've seen that done. And then that's when I downloaded the album and I started listening to it. I was like, oh, I'll fuck with her. Just to bring back Lizzo a little bit, Tierra Whack and both Lizzo both remind me of Missy in their mm-hmm. own kind of ways. Like for the... The boldness. Yeah, Lizzo for the poppy vibe because missy elliott was definitely running pop charts but you know they, have a, they have a video together actually a song together and then there's mm-hmm. also that and then there's also that um and tiara for just the overall in your face style her rap lyrics and the videos that she decides to create and the fashion is always like a full statement and a look you know what i love about tiara too i just love how like free and happy she is oh she's like a little kid yeah like she's just like so like she's like walking cart- cart- yeah. cartoon network that's she's the per- <laughs> that's 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 the right answer she's walking cartoon network <laughs> yeah. so let's go into who's gonna be dropping new albums new music well cash doll dropped hers that was a pretty good project mm-hmm. i still like my favorite songs from the cash doll album are as follows cash doll <laughs> mobbing which is also one of her singles mm-hmm. and don't pull up me i'm pull up with the roster pretty map mobbing is fire and doing too much is good mm-hmm. so those are my favorite checks from cash doll's album my favorite song is pay bitches of course so we already know that meg the stallion officially confirmed that she is dropping another album of course in 2020 as i'm excited sh- for that as she should I feel like she works so fast. Something mm-hmm. tells me that she, because she, you could tell that she just been practicing for so long and it's so ingrained in her that it comes to her naturally. That's how like it should be though, because well, where she's at now, like, you got to keep to that momentum. Mm-hmm. Like she has like the perfect window of yeah, I want to say opportunity, if mm-hmm. the right word, but this like like you said before, everybody's watching her like just and she's well received. So this is the time to she's obviously pumping out quality work, but this is time to like really just go here i wonder if she feels pressure because it's easy to be the underdog mm-hmm. and just work and grind and grind until you get that one moment where it all eyes on you but then once the you gotta I- keep it up once the eyes are mm-hmm. on you you really gotta you gotta deliver now mm-hmm. and you gotta be okay if something doesn't work out to pick your feet back up and continue you know my professor sula Goinka, that one mm-hmm. she told me about the fear of uh, success a couple years ago and i never heard of it until she said like that's a real thing so you like don't even push like yourself to get yeah, to that because, level because, because once you're you, afraid that once you get to that level you have you're not gonna to make upkeep it, it mm-hmm. and you don't know if you have to, what it takes to upkeep it. I mean, I have fi- I I have com- full confidence at making, <laughs> but I'm saying like that what you said about people being pressured that brought that term to me when that's the real thing. Like people always talk about failure, fear, fear of failure, fear of success, success is, is a thing, thing. Too, yeah. Well, we think Meg is going to do just absolutely fine. Oh, we know. Fine. Like, we have full confidence. She, she's doing fine now. Do you remember that video of the guy? Okay, I actually went to that show. The video of the guy who got <laughs> up on stage. What about. <laughs> okay, so Meg the Stallion loves to invite people to come up on stage and twerk mm-hmm. with her. And that's amazing because that's fan it's interaction. Yes, yeah. fan interaction. We love, we admire. Yes, you go, Meg. So she invites the first group up. They're twerking, twerking, yada, yada. Great, glorious. Mm-hmm. She does a song, does another song. Oh, let's, come on, let's bring up some more. 
normally when Meg invites folks and they're they're men, they're like gay men mm-hmm. and the twerking, they're superior twerkers. But this particular man that she invited up didn't come off as that type. And the way, you know, when guys are getting ready to uh, for a girl to dance on them, they like pick, they adjust their pants real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like they just pick them up, make sure they are real tight, I guess. That <laughs> they poke out a little bit. And w- like I could see, I was sitting on the top, like mm-hmm. over the crowd. And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this, this looks suspect. And he starts getting behind Meg. And you see the security guard try to roll him off the stage. Mm-hmm. But Meg decided to play along with it. And she twerked a little something for him. And it went viral on Twitter. And now it's everywhere. It's like he had his moment. That made his night. That, that made, made his, his life. life. Like, like, the rest of his year, 2019, was the, <laughs> the year he got twerked on by Meg The Stallion, the most popping woman in rap right now. Mm-hmm. The most up-and-coming, hot-popping person in rap. And But it made me look at her in a different way because it's like, she's really invested in her fans and like genuinely wants them to have a good time because she could have just let the security guard <laughs> go like kept moving like he was never up there could have brushed him all the way off kicked him all the way out and not have batted an eye but she, i get the sense that she doesn't want people to feel like they she really but they came for a show yeah they really want to have honestly a good time. if she if she felt uncomfortable and got him escorted off i still wouldn't have like oh so a problem with that i'd be like but yes girl I think it's cool because we you don't really see that. Like I don't think you really see that when it's first like, of all if it was now now if it's now if it's like a male artist and a woman. I mean, of course, like that happens all the fucking time. They throw in panties. But, what do you girl, mean, bro? Do you see Jadena? He's not a rapper, but do you see Jadena? <laughs> He's making tours like. So Meg <laughs> Meg is coming out with an album in 2020. I'm excited about that. In addition to Meg The Stallion. Hallelujah, JT is at the jail. QC confirms that they are dropping an album either the end of this year or the top, the top, top of next year. Mm-hmm. And I guess people are taking to Twitter now that they're upset because JT, you know, she did the first day out single, mm-hmm. which did okay. And now we're not hearing any singles from mm-hmm. her. And now she's been out for whatever, how many weeks. The tweet that Britt is referring to is um, somebody tweeted, Gucci dropped the whole album first day out, locked up or not, music gets dropped. Not a freestyle, not a snippet, not a peep. And JT basically responded by saying, and Gucci wasn't in a halfway house, and that basically she doesn't have the same luxury of dropping when she wants to because her being in a halfway house is a setback. (sighs) JT did not have, first of all, JT did drop a song as soon as she hopped out of jail, which is first day out the mm-hmm. single. And number two to that is what they had like how many charting records while the girl was in jail. Mind you, Gucci man was locked up for like years. Mo- yes. For years, which I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he was writing and doing all types of stuff. That girl like was in jail for five seconds. So and they did, like you said, they did have songs that held us down. No, they had not just any songs; like they had stuff on the radio. They had major singles coming out. Drake, in my feelings, like they had act up, act, like their whole album was was going. This girl was freaking um, Young Miami was doing whole shows and and with being pregnant and the whole thing <laughs> without JT being there. So it's not like we were. Yes, we were all waiting for her to come back. But, but it wasn't like they were quiet for all this time and then all of a sudden she came out. Something and give I, the girl the second. We demand so I was much of celebrities. I would just have to say the same thing. Like, I mean, she literally just got out of, I don't know if she's in jail or prison, one of them. 
she literally just got out of like being incarcerated institution like she needs to readjust to society and i don't even know like how does that feel mentally that you were literally locked up for all these months and now you're back and you're she needs to take time to herself and your popularity has grown right but when you got in there you were lit when you got in there but while you were in there can you imagine the stuff that she went through while she was in there i don't want to imagine actually like (laughs) like to be popular and then grow even more in popularity and watch your friend like rise up next while to you you're away. while you're away and now you're coming out and we're <laughs> like um hello where, what are you doing now you're free hello like she a robot give, give me give me the music ahora thank you like, i don't care what you're going through i don't care if you're depressed i just want my i just want my songs <laughs> that's all meanwhile she in a halfway house yo jt don't care though bro she'd be like she'll clap back real quick she got time she got time <laughs> Um, so Nicki Minaj had another episode of the lovely, highly rated Queen Radio, Girl. and she decided to come at the queen of all gossip. It, I would, it's like TMZ and Wendy Williams, like neck and neck, <laughs> right there next to each other. Don't make, don't even put TMZ there. This, but, but no, because I T- know I'm being, I'm being. Funny. Oh yeah, but like TMZ got the teats. Nicki Minaj decided to come at Wendy Williams and talk about how she's basically the bottom of the barrel and it's not about about you doing your job there are people who report the news and there are people who do it with an evil intent in their heart viciousness and i pray for you because i know you're hurting and i know you must be sick and humiliated i don't know why Nicki minaj thinks she's safe from wendy williams ridicule like that's her job like do you know how many do you know how many celebrities wendy williams has like gone toe-to-toe with because she just reckless at the mouth first of all wendy williams lives breathes eats Dies, lives in drama. <laughs> like she, this is her whole life being her whole Even brand. when she has the guests on, ain't nothing off limits. Like she be, it could be anything. She just want the answers from them and be so excited. You know who you're dealing with. There's one last thing that we really have, to, have to talk like, about. like start us off with a heavy sigh. Um, we regret have to inform you of the ridiculous the atrocity that is happening regarding ti so ti obviously is not a woman but because he resurfaced at least in my <laughs> in my eyes he did obviously he has the show rhythm and flow cardi b's on there it's on netflix i watched the series it's pretty good but then he also took time to be on the breakfast club in which he talks about how iggy azalea is a blunder in his career and that he needs to make right on that blunder and mm-hmm. it's something that he regrets about Iggy Azalea. First of all, I I respect Iggy Azalea to a certain degree and for him to say that sh- she was his biggest mistake annoyed me for a number of reasons because one, you manufactured a woman and brought her a white woman and brought her into the hip hop literally that's how we knew about e- her because of ecosystem. because of your association with her so and now you're telling us because i guess in his eyes i guess he doesn't consider her successful anymore now you're telling us that that was your biggest mistake because she decided to to go the more pop route meanwhile when she did that with i'm so fancy got her a record breaking single mm-hmm. but you're ashamed of her yeah because it's not work it wasn't working out for him after a while so now it's a mistake you know how it go 
just blame the woman but the for is, for not, your not wrong that, business decision. Didn't he say to rectify the mistake, he needs to bring on another female rapper? So what that tells us is what we already knew. But like he has no, he doesn't take any accountability. The biggest mistake was Iggy. The way to fix it is another woman rapper. In no, in no way, shape, or form does he say what he could have done differently, or decisions he could have made, or how his decisions contributed to what he feels was unsuccessful. It makes me feel extra bad too because about what in every because in every like woman who ascends to a certain level in hip-hop they always have a man somewhere in their midst mm -hmm. like for little kim it was you know carly hustle said something similar on twitter a while ago because we know well you should tell say who carly hustle is carly hustle is like a veteran in the hip-hop game she's a journalist and she was basically saying that i believe she's talking about ebro because ebro like we all know how cool she is with ebro like basically if she didn't have like a male mentor or somebody that like basically was with her there's a lot of things that she avoided because of who she was who she was associated with and that's like unfortunate but that's very true what are you alluding to like a lot of time not saying that a woman can't be successful without a man i'm not saying that at all but i'm saying that a lot of times there are things that you can avoid if people know if you have a a dude around you mm -hmm. that's the truth certain like, disrespect they're gonna treat wh you a you certain way if you on a street if you in a if you in a meeting wherever unfortunately people perceive women as weak or they'll try to take advantage when they see them just by themselves but they see another man and another man they respect on top of that they they might not come as come as crazy to that woman because they know what they have to deal with if the man finds out somebody who hasn't had that narrative which i'm really excited for is meg mm -hmm. like meg doesn't have a man um like big bigging her up mm -hmm. and i think that's what something that makes her uh so special too mm -hmm. but going back to ti's ridiculousness the point of the fact is ti needed definitely to take more accountability and he will never take accountability. and for that to for that moment for him to recall that as being the biggest mistake baby there's a lot this of things wrong with, him. with drugs with gun charges like but that that that's what did it <laughs> That's the one. Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea is what did it to him. His big one of his biggest regrets. And then of course, just on brand, a woman's gonna be the one that saved the day. Goodbye. Oh, to bring you back to rectify Goodbye. to rectify Goodbye. your mistake. But anyways, you know what? Enough with him. How the remedy to the situation is that we need more women in power in all areas of life, but specifically in music. We need lead execs creative designers mm -hmm. we need more women leading labels i know Issa ray opened up her music label like we need strong women at the hell to advocate um that pretty much wraps up this last episode this is episode three of mc she i am Brittany d well yeah brit i'm bianca at b loves travel yeah who never posts anything okay, anyway well instagram about to take what he likes anyway you so it really doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't matter thank you and we'll see you next week bye <laughs>